Miranda, what's the cold open? What are we? How are we cold opening this? How do we? How do we intro uh, this episode? Also, well, welcome, Miranda. Also, welcome, Miranda. Drew's back as well. As well. Ah, well. Hi, Drew. Yeah. Yeah, I'm back once again, replacing Cordell permanently. Cordell's big on vacation permanently. No, we'll call it that. Not permanently. Hopefully, back next week. But but yeah, Miranda, how are we starting? Yeah, how are we starting this episode? Oh no! Um, Remember, we pressure, sent you that pressure, email pressure, yesterday pressure. that we wanted you to uh, like write like, this, like hilarious write the cold, cold open. open. You know yeah. when you oh, asked yeah. if you needed to prep anything, email. and we said do the cold open. See, this is yeah. this is the <laughs> night. I definitely remember that. This is the nightmare where you go to class in, but you're not wearing pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is why I asked: Is there anything I need to prepare? And then they said no. Yeah, we yeah. It's because they were planning this all along. But as per my previous email. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that is actually my my pet peeve of language is you don't need both as and per. And welcome to Junk House. And welcome (laughs) to Junk House. I'm an asshole. Welcome back to Junk House. Welcome, welcome to Junk House. We're here. We have Miranda we guesting. We have week. four whole people up in here right now. We got two guesters, two junkie jokesters. It's now crazy. It's a junk home. Yeah, we that made this junk house into a junk, junk home. It it's wild but yeah real quick just because uh you know miranda made me think of this real quick to start off this episode let's all go around and list our biggest insecurities let that be some fun energy yeah let's start start this off on a high note let's start this off on a high note hi i'm caleb i'm six foot five and sometimes i feel like i'm too tall to live anyway um (laughs) (laughs) my biggest security is lying to my friends about what they need to prepare for the podcast so yeah I'm pretty confident in that. <laughs> that, yeah. Hi, I'm Drew, and yeah, I have no insecurities moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, I'm not gonna lie. My my, I I would talk about shit, but my whole week has been Legend of Zelda still, and Same. I feel like I feel like I have kind of capitalized on that the past few weeks and like really talked about it well like i know i know y'all wanted me to talk about uh getter yeah i've I've been meaning to i've been looking for my old screenshots from 2021 because that is when i first uh stepped onto that hell site yeah so what what is what is getter for for the listeners because i uh, yeah. So Getter is a Twitter, uh, a uh, Republican Twitter club, and um, it is a barely functioning website and a barely functioning app. Uh, it was even more barely functioning when I first got on there. Apparently, the tagline is the marketplace of ideas. Yeah, I think that's important to note. Sure. We'll call it that. But, um, so. Uh, when I first got on that app, like they didn't even have notifications, uh, so which is a wild thing to even consider for like a social media app. So um, when I first got on, like, okay, so how this whole thing started was um, a bunch of leftist and communist youths decided, what if we got on this app that was started by Donald Trump's advisor or whatever, Steve and Bannon, then just yeah. like spammed furry porn and sonic porn under everyone's <laughs> posts on here. And God, I didn't I didn't actually know that it was Steve Bannon and not just some random right-wing goof that well, that it, started this website. It wasn't Steve Bannon, it was uh Jason Miller. I forgot where he was on Okay. Yeah. It was I, some guy. Yeah. And some but guy. Like, some guy, some guy, not just some guy. Yeah, Steve Bannon is wow. on the website though. Uh I not that I follow him, but like they they still recommend you these like Republican shitheads as you're like scrolling. It's like, "Are you sure you don't want to follow these guys instead of your like weird friends who are like playing a side character from a series that no one exists?" But yeah. yeah. 
so like uh it started as that and then it just became like a shit posting website like basically like where people were just like recycling other people's posts like similar to tumblr in that kind of way um except like there were no notifications so if you wanted to keep up with what was going on you would have to refresh your feed every 0.5 seconds in order to see what was going on because missing like five minutes on getter was like missing an entire year's worth of content because that is how often people were just like constantly posting around the clock. This started in July of 2021. I got a message from a friend who was like, yo, you got to check this shit out and sent me probably some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. One of them was, was playing, um, what was the name of the prince guy? The oldest fuck man who died. I forgot. Uh, he looks like a corpse of the British monarchy. Um, like um, right, right up oh. until he died. I know who you're talking about. Uh, it's yeah, not Andrew, is it? Is I'm it? I'm imagining that one picture of him in the car where he looks like he was literally dead. Yeah, and he's just because <laughs> it's such a good meme, wasn't it? It was like the Queen's husband yeah. or something. Yeah, what's Queen, his name? Queen Lizzie husband, Prince Philip. Philip. Okay, so yeah, the, so one account was like filling my mouth with farts. Yeah, one account go. was playing Prince Philip. <laughs> Except this was after he died, so they were only geeting in Latin. Oh yeah, something else I should I should mention. Uh, what? On this, yeah, on this website, it's uh, not called tweets and like retweets. They call them. I don't know. I don't. This was, the thing is, this wasn't started by Republicans. This was started by us. Is they're called geets and regeets, which is the funniest thing that has I, ever happened on that website. Yeah. Is the fact that we call them geets and regeets. I don't know. I just, I, this is, I'm not, not to pull away, but geeting and re-geeting sounds like, sounds like having an orgasm and then having like a secondary orgasm separate from the first one. It's like there's an earthquake and then there's like a. There's the aftershock. (laughs) The re Yeah, yeah, that's the word. Yeah, it's like, it's like if you're coming, you're just like, geet. Like that's what it sounds <laughs> like. <laughs> and then Riggy, we all make that sound. Better don't, Caleb. That, yeah. yeah. See, that's what happens is actually like after you've geeted, uh, like uh, you hear like a DJ scratch. It's like Riggy, and then it happens again. <laughs> like Jet Set Radio, like <laughs> exact points. Yeah, you, can you tell? Us? Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Jet Set Radio. <laughs> Fair. The, it's the Prince Philip account was like only geeting in Latin and like was like talking about <laughs> summoning like a demon or something because he was in hell. When I want to get my wife in the mood, I geet in Latin. Yeah, and then like there was like one account that was like, <laughs> like freaking pitbull, and like I, I I gotta find these screenshots because like it, it's like literally some of the funniest content I've ever seen online. So I was like, yo, I gotta get on this website. I'm looking at Getter right now, and Steve Bannon is live streaming to in two different places yeah <laughs> on so, two different yeah. accounts <laughs> yeah so i so uh, sunday we were all hanging out kind of as a group and i Down was like street. i want to i want to get in on this a little bit so uh i i created an account and i i have not geeted yet i'm just kind of <laughs> like scrolling and seeing what's up and uh one day earlier this week, I was like, I wonder what Ge- what Getter is saying about Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And it's about an 80-20 mix of this one account that is actually posting gameplay clips to Getter. <laughs> and then the other 20% okay. is people posting about how God is crying and there are tears of the kingdom in heaven. Um, oh my god. It's so so oh dumb so like that's have about you all, what you would expect have you all heard of and if so can you enlighten me about the like link is christian discourse oh yeah no. i've heard some of that oh, what oh my God. i'm gonna look into this i'm link i'm googling is link is christian is link christian zeldapedia yeah on on zeldapedia on fan or fandom but zelda it says christianity christianity was the intended religion of the Z- legend of zelda series <laughs> prior to the creation of the golden goddesses i don't know if that's accurate but yeah so <laughs> huh um because people were very upset 
about the whole twink link thing. Um, yeah. When I say people, you people, you know which people. your average getter yeah, user. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the average getter getterer. And they're like, Link is not a twink. He's a pure Christian hero protecting a woman or whatever. Um, and then there was all this like debate about like, sure, this fictional guy in this fantasy world is uh, is <laughs> Christian. Jesus. Yeah. Um, and then that led to, oh, I'm going to share with you in text. This is also a picture on fandom. Yeah, yes, I was about to send that. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. You just beat me to it. And so, I... yeah, <laughs> Link appearing to kneel before a crucifix <laughs> in A Link to the Past. By the way, I've played none of these games, so. Oh. I think oh, well, he is Link Christian. Uh... <laughs> well, I mean, right off the bat, all of the entire series has, uh, has themes of reincarnation. So, I mean, I guess it could be said. <laughs> he could just be Jesus sing over and over again. Yeah, he could just be Jesus. I mean, the there. <laughs> so, what people are using as like the link has the Bible in it is in the original Legend of Zelda game. There is a book of magic that you get that it's just a brown book with a cross on it. <laughs> yeah that, I mean, that's that's really it uh and that's only in the japanese version um but in the japanese version it's it, it is called a bible but that's because their word for bible is like almost the same word as book from what i understand right. so i mean so is bible yeah know? Yeah, Bible, Bible is, 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 is book. means book. Bible, book, book. This website has like a bunch of small things. Like, and like, so in the, the uh, in the, the, the target demo of, uh, of Breath of the Wild that Elizabeth played the other day, um, there's like, you know, the old temple right in the starting area that yeah. like, that's definitely a church, you know? Yeah. The Temple of Time is 100% like a cathedral. Like yeah. A yeah. Catholic this cathedral. is. And I mean, that's. There are always like. I think there are things that it's like, hey, this is supposed to resemble a place of like sanctuary and rest holiness. and like holiness. And like, you know, when you're, when you're trying to make that pretty obvious for a player, you got to draw in real world like places. And, yeah. you know, and, and, and as true as it is or not, like uh, churches kind of do resemble that in the real world yeah. as a place of rest. And churches just own shit. Oh my god, churches America really dropped banned. the ball when they invented evangelical Christianity and started putting churches in strip malls. Pretty grody. Yeah. 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 Really disgusting. I kind of want to now. I want now. Want to do research paper into the the uh, like brutalism in the church, like the architectural style of brutalism, where it's just like gray cinder blocks, and that's it, and that's all you get. There's such a cool brutalist mosque that is has this cool scene. Yes. Yes, I see it. But uh, as to <laughs> is is Link uh, is Legend of Zelda Christian or not? No, there's a whole religion in the game around the three golden goddesses and right. the goddess they created, Hylia. Like, yeah. no, that's very funny. Yeah. But it's an allegory. No, it's, it's not an allegory. It's just drawing, it's just drawing inspiration, you know? Yeah. yeah like, yeah. Th like, things exist. That's what's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But don't you know, Drew, things crazy. can't exist without Christians co opting it anyway. Yeah, I know. And also, oh, I think that is just, and don't quote me on this because now I can't think of a single example, but I also do feel <laughs> like, like Japanese gang makers are just like, I think Christianity is neat and I'm going to put it in all my art, 
you know? I mean, yeah. it's kind of like the idea of like Americans making a bunch of stuff with other cultures in it too. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. it's the different culture. So it's like, that's way more yeah. interesting than what I grew up. Cause I'm so used to <laughs> what mm-hmm. my parents taught me. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it is kind of wild. That's like, I was telling, uh, Olivia and I, the other day we're talking about like kind of culture blending and stuff by talking about a uh, city pop, which is a, 1970s and 80s oh yes japanese yes style. japanese yeah yeah where it's kind of just like hey western music is getting into japan and becoming popular so this was the japanese take on a western style mm-hmm. and like olivia's been really liking it and i'm like yes this is yeah let me this is what yeah. this is what good things can happen when when cultures collide in a not war way um yeah <laughs> Like uh, yeah, another no, Ma- Maria Takeuchi, my yeah. my goddess, my queen. Ain't nothing like a funky <laughs> my <beat>. golden goddess, <laughs> Maria Takeuchi. <laughs> another what? example of that is definitely Japanese jazz fusion. If you've ever listened to that, which is just um, yeah, like, yeah, like them. You taking, got me into that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like like certain artists you. such as like Cassiopeia, but like um, they. It's it's beautiful, like amazing, just like such a cool blend of culture or just like listening to like J jazz in general. It's um, them taking like jazz from the American being like, here's our take on it. What do you think? And it, it it's really cool just to see cultures blend like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, also, Miki Matsubara is uh, incredible. Listen to all her stuff. You know what else Japan gave us, though? What is and this Japan? is kind of a hint. We read reviews and they're really bad, so guess the movie. Oh my gosh, I got a two week so in a row. for Hell Miranda. Yeah. This is uh this is a little game where I'm gonna read a half star review on Letterboxd and you guys oh, are gonna have right. to. This guess. is a funny podcast. Yes, this yes, is a funny podcast, podcast where we yeah, we this the, where we have fun. I forgot. I thought it was I thought it was big brain time. No, no, we're, this we're, is, ha- we're goofing. We're goofing. We around. do, we do, we do have big brain time occasionally, but this is primarily a goof podcast for boners. And this is kind of the same yeah. pacing right. as what happened last episode. It's like we were in having like a serious discussion about ADHD, and then it was game time, you know? Yeah, and then yeah, it's game, game time. You know? Oh yeah, it's always game time. Come on and slam. All right. Okay, this is a half star review from Chell. Shell, 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 shell. This may be the worst f- film I've ever seen. It's not as awful as Little it- Italy starring Hayden Christensen and Emma Roberts, but it's mm. real close. I paused mm. the movie to find out how much longer we had to endure this abomination. Turns out we were only halfway through and had over an hour left to go. I was genu- genuinely on the verge of tears because I couldn't handle how terrible it was, and I didn't want to waste another hour of my life watching this disgrace. So we skipped to the last 10 minutes of the film and it was still absolute trash. I was laughing so hard and drenched my face with tears because it was that awful. Conclusion. There's a big root in the sky with a blue light and it's floating away. Who the hell cares? Should be called basically the title. So I'm not saying it. That's a quote from her, their dad. A big part. root in the sky with a blue light in it? Is that what- Big root in the sky with a blue light. Um, and you said Japanese, so that that is kind of a hint. A little bit um, of a hint. And also the fact that they know what Little Italy is by Aiden Christensen. <laughs> yeah, that's a big hint. Yeah, yeah so without Googling, what, fan. Yeah, goodness. Uh, why am I thinking it's like, it's it's like a Miyazaki movie. That this person just did not get the actual point. I okay. I'm gonna guess blue, blue, blue root in the sky. Up, uh, Ponyo. I haven't seen that one, so no, no, not sad. Ponyo. Okay, I can read you another half star review for the same movie. Yeah, do it, do it. Yes, I don't know. I didn't know Studio Ghibli. Could make a bad film, oh, sadly. Oh, it's Lapita. It's not. La- well, yes. I forget that that's also the name. It's 
is castle castle in the, yeah. the sky. It has two. Yeah, yeah. I always oh, forget that okay. it's Lapin another one I haven't. Seen. No, yeah. that is actually like in the top three best Ghibli movies. I so love it. Actually, it's, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> like growing up, I, I watch that all yet. the time. I haven't <gasps> seen that many Ghibli films. I've only what? seen three, and they're the ones I own. Which ones? Which ones have you seen? Okay, so I'm... I've seen Spirited Away. Um, uh-huh. Okay, I've seen. Classic. Um, Howl's Moving Castle, killer, <laughs> of course. And I've seen, oh gosh, what's the uh, uh Kiki's Delivery Service. So those are the three that those I've seen, good. but I've also, also seen what is what was it called? It had the pig man in it. <gasps> oh, Porco um, Rosso, Porco Rosso, favorite. that's one of my favorites. I've seen, I've seen those four. There's one that I want to watch, but Olivia said she won't watch it with me, so I'm just gonna have to wait. But it's what, uh, Grave of the Fireflies. Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah, yeah. I will also never cry. watch that. I'd rather be a pig than a fascist. That's such a good line. <laughs> That's the best line. And it, who? It's King. um Michael Keaton is the voice. Yes. Oh my gosh! Now I need to watch Porco, it. Yeah. Um, my other favorite. So my other favorite. Uh, this is this is based based opinions with old Mirandi. My other favorite <laughs> is Nausicaa. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's so good. I, I haven't seen it in forever, but that's a so that's a, yeah. I, that's a yeah. I, sometimes I forget movies that I've seen and that I haven't. I've I, so I looked up Studio Ghibli movies just to see. I've seen more of these than I gave myself credit for because I've seen Princess Mononoke, yeah, mm-hmm. which was beautiful. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. What else have I seen? I haven't seen Castle in the Sky. Oh, Totoro. Yes, that one's so cute. I need to and see my neighbor Totoro. Very cute. I have not. I, love, I didn't realize Arietti was a Ghibli movie. The Secret yeah, World of Arietti. Yeah. That's incredible. I think that's the first one I ever saw and never realized it was the Ghibli movie. Hmm. I'm gonna have Anybody to watch. Anyone ever seen all The Wind these. Rises? Yeah, that one was sad as shit. That was depressing. That's like based off of his parents, I believe. It's like it's somebody Depressing. in his family. Yeah, it's really sad, but it's good. It's really good. Yeah, it's I don't know that one. It kind of you know, there's a lot of Ghibli movies that are like a slow moving plot, like in, but in a good way. And yeah. this one was just kind of like, man, stuff really is just happening right now. You know, <laughs> man, things happen, right? I right? <laughs> I remember talking to Olivia once about how like. The the Ghibli movies that are more like kids' movies. So like we're not talking, you know, Grave of the Fireflies or um really Princess Mononoke. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. I honestly wouldn't even put Spirited Away in that one because that one is terrifying. Like it, I mean like Yeah. Claire still can't I watch it because like, of the parents being turned into pig scene. Yeah. yeah, I would say like Spirited well, that's Away. Disturbing. Yeah, yeah. If you're like if 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 you're like a cool eight to ten year old, yeah, you're fine. And you listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're if you're eight to ten years old and you listen to this podcast, number one, what's up, cool baby? What's up, cool baby? <laughs> you were born after 2010. That makes me wildly uncomfortable to think that time works that way. Anyway, Ooh, uh, you're right. Yeah, but no, I like we were talking about how like there it's kind of like the movies play out Spirited Away, Totoro, Kiki. They play out how kids tell a story, like how five year old tells a story and they emphasize the parts that you're like, why aren't you talking about like, why aren't you talking about the important thing? You're talking about all these other little things that don't seem that important to the actual plot of what you're getting at. It's like the kid telling you the story. Yeah, and I mean, like, there was a big, there was a big thing, and his name was Totoro, and (laughs) yeah, well, it's even like Kiki's delivery service specifically. It's like, hey, why are you not spending more time about the blimp coming and almost crushing the town? That seems like a very important thing to talk about, but you're talking about delivering bread. One of my favorite things about Kiki's delivery service is the fact that it has no actual plot. It is literally just like, yeah, I, I thought. It's just yeah. like, here's a girl having a great time in a new town. Like, it's very, it's just very, it's a feel-good movie. It's just like, here is a girl who finds a way to use her her witch prowess in order to deliver baked goods. And it's wonderful. I, I, I adore Kiki's delivery. 
Oh, I absolutely yeah, I adore it's the movie. It's it it is incredible. But no, we were talking about like it is kind of the like here is war. It's about war, all right. <laughs> yeah, I love both of them so much. I here is my only problem with Ghibli movies in general is all of them just make me feel tired and I don't know why. It's like I start watching them and I'm instantly like, I could take a nap right now. It's just without it. Really it's uh, it's uh, Joe Hisaishi's amazing soundtracks. Ooh, it I is Joe Hisaishi, 100%. And they're so beautiful. Like the, the animation and art is, ooh, too yeah, bad. I mean, but like, obviously, Howl's Moving Castle is very important to Olivia and me. Like, she walked down the aisle to Carousel of Life. So, yeah, like, that's. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's great. It's it's the bisexuality of it all, you know. Yeah, for real. Also, Calcifer, what a goal! Honestly, what a goal to just be a little demon causing trouble. Little fire guy. He just looks so comfy at all times. He does. He's like, I love making and bacon and eggs and on my fucking, head. It, it's fucking Billy Crystal. Like, how could you go yeah, wrong? Oh my god! It's so good. So good. Huh. Yeah, the English voice casts of all those movies are just. Perfect. For real. I also, the thing is, I didn't watch these movies until like very late in my life, like only like fairly recently in like the past five years, uh, because yeah. I didn't watch them as a kid because the animation and what they would show in like coming up next on Cartoon Network would be like look terrifying to me because I would see like these awful pig people or I would see like the horrible Spider Man. He's a nice guy in the movie in Spirited Away, but like, I would just I would look at this like yeah. art style and it like creeped me out whenever I, I probably like an uncanny valley thing, but like it just creeped me out as a kid. And so I never watched them. And now like I watch them now because I really appreciate the stories and the art style. But yeah. yeah. And not even like just creeped out like spirited away has the whole water spirit that's all gunked up and it's just it's so gross it's animated. yeah <laughs> like, yeah oh the muck that's so satisfying ugh. though when yeah. it just all the starts running out and it's like oh yeah. i felt it <laughs> yeah it's just so gross though speaking of house moving castle which stars billy crystal which uh billy crystal billy. uh was uh on snl in the early 1980s and uh it's fast forward to 20 years later this is like one of the most drawn out segues i've ever done yeah. but fast forward 20 to 25 years later when who arrives on the scene but a young tim robinson who was on snl for one season and left because they wouldn't let him do any of his sketches well, what does he do with those sketches that were rejected at SNL? He goes and makes a masterpiece of a show on Netflix called I Think You Should Leave. It's so good. And the third season came out yesterday as of recording. As of recording, it came out yesterday. And I'm probably going to watch a few episodes today, if possible. I watched the first episode yesterday, and it was pretty good. I have prepared a quiz. For you three, over not only I think you should leave because I know that Miranda has not watched much or any. I think you should leave. So I decided to throw in two more topics, and that is Dungeons and Dragons, which is something we all know no, pretty those well. Are, those, those are the two topics. Dungeons and uh, the the third one and is uh, the third one is of course me. Uh, because I couldn't think of a third topic, so it's just a little <laughs> how well do you know Caleb quiz uh, okay, at the end. That's cute. Okay. Uh, which means there's two questions about each topic, and then there's a tiebreaker in case we need it. Okay. Okay. All Beautiful. right, so our players now have buzzers, which is great, because... Uh, so... Uh, and, and Miranda, a.k.a. Shitman, has already buzzed in. Um, so... <laughs> I'm gonna so everything is multiple choice. There are four options. So I'm gonna read through. There goes Shitman yet again, buzzing in. Uh haven't even gotten through all the directions of the game. So and here we go. Button on my anyway, uh so, so I want you guys to let me get through all four of the multiple choice options before you buzz in. 
that would be great. So, okay. can do. Okay. All right. So, which of the following is not in the baby shower gift bags in the baby shower sketch of season <laughs> one of I Think You Should Leave? So, which of the following is not? Okay. A. Stanzo brand fedoras. B. Black slick back hair wigs. C. Plastic meatballs. Or D. Fake cigars that smell like shit. Uh, that that was a very fast Samantha buzz in. Is the fake cigars? It is. So one Damn, point. I actually have seen that one, and then I forgot <laughs> the buzzer <laughs> existed. The Stanzo brand fedoras. Stanzo yes. brand fedoras. So I'm gonna need you to buy market. all 200. Oh. If I don't make profit, it's not it's not worth it for me. It's so <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I I I just love that. Miranda, so much of I think you should leave is just the sense of humor I associate with you. I I think you should watch it sometime. It's very good. I think you should leave and watch it. I think you Get should it. leave oh, okay. and watch yeah. it. No, don't actually leave. Don't, no, no, don't, don't, no, don't, don't actually leave. No, don't actually leave. Thank you for a podcast. <laughs> I go now. Anyway. <laughs> okay, uh, so to the listeners who couldn't see that, uh, Miranda just got sucked off into a wormhole and shot off into a place where time does not exist. But, but not like I can't a, believe you guys just watched me get sucked off. That's so, <laughs> that's so invasive. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> oh my fuck. Anyway, um, question number two from my favorite sketch. Oh, reset the buzzer. Oh yeah, I'm gonna reset the buzzers. Question number two from my absolute favorite sketch from I think you should leave still to this day. Who is the absolute worst baby in the baby of the year contest? Uh. Is it A, Dinky Derek, B, Little Tootie Tinkums, C, Bart <laughs> Harley Jarvis, or D, Chode McGuff? <laughs> oh, God. Bart Samantha. Harley Jarvis. Samantha again with the point. Bart, Bart Harley, Harley Jarvis. Jarvis. That's what I was going to say. I, uh, and you would have trigger figured, fingers. I, anyway, I still occasionally. I once tried to show that sketch to my stepdad, um, and he <laughs> did not think it was very funny that somebody yelled at a baby, "Fuck you, Bar Harley Jarvis! I hope you die!" Like <laughs> he did not appreciate that being yelled at a baby. <laughs> See, I, he's too pure I, I personally assume that all babies are Bart Harley Jarvis so I just kind of go out on the street and scream at children Is that does that track for y'all I think that's completely yeah. normal okay cool just it, making sure is that the same sketch where they talk about the other baby it's like the dad didn't need to do the oral oral yeah that's all the same <laughs> sketch but it's, it's so good it's, oh my uh, what it that sketch made me like literally laugh until my stomach hurt. It was so <laughs> just so good. All right, he's trying to kill him. He's trying to kill, trying to kill him. <laughs> also, quick shout out as well to Sam Richardson, who has appeared on like oh, several yes. episodes. Uh, One of like fantastic actor, very very funny gentleman. Love Sam Richardson. Just quick with shout with out Sam, Sam Richardson, I have to say, if you have not watched Ted Lasso. Watch it because Dude. Sam Richardson has a side character in it that is one of the funniest things I've seen in my life. Uh, I can't remember. I think I can't remember which African country he's from, but I remember it is either Nigeria or Ghana. Uh, he just plays this like megalomaniac billionaire that is just like wanting to open his own soccer league. And keeps just like being a dick and calls different players like he's like, ah, pinky dick. I remember you. And it just <laughs> shit like that. And it's just it's so good. Anyway, m moving on to question number three, the, the buzzers are reset. According to Wizards of the Coast okay. in their how to build a character guide. Which of the following abilities should you put points into if you're not sure what to pick? Hmm. A. Perception. B. Survival. C. Arcana. Or D. Medicine. Oh, that was. Oh, Miranda, quick with the buzzer. I'm just wild guessing here because this is how I'm 
not only this game, but every game that involves building characters and choosing abilities, I always go with perception. So that is my gaze. And you are correct. Wizards of the Coast are just putting your extra, like if you have extra points to spend, put them in, like put them into perception, which, you know, I agree with that. Honestly, no, I feel like that makes sense. Like, honestly, of all the D&D games I've played, the perception check is the most used move. So, like, yeah, yeah. absolutely. It, like, it was kind of hard to find three other abilities for that from that list that were like even in the same tier as perception. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know yeah. what? I feel like Wizards of the Coast would be like, take medicine in case you need to heal your friend. But, I was going to say no. survival is my second guess. But yeah, that makes sense. Survival, yeah. though. So I feel like it's falling out of favor. either like build specific or like situation specific, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. If you're doing a very like urban campaign, you don't, you're not going to really need survival a whole lot unless you mm-hmm. rework the idea of survival to be more like street smarts, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's cool as hell, though. Now I have an idea for a campaign. Anyway. I sorry, Ooh. I was thinking of survival wrong probably anyways, because I was thinking of it more in like a fallout way, which is like you have like this is how many how many health points you're probably gonna have anyways. Moving on. Oh uh, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, survival is more just like if survival and fallout only affected how good you can make stuff at the campfire. Oh jeez. And that's survival in D D, you know? Wait, which the yeah. thing is that's I mean like that tracks for sure because that's the most used skill in Fallout for sure. Is everybody making stuff at the campfire? Yep. And so, next question. I need to reset the buzzer. Yeah, you do. I need to reset the buzzer <laughs> well, again because Miranda, right, Miranda <laughs> keeps ringing in. It's, you know, <laughs> shit man. <laughs> shit man keeps popping up. Shit man living up to the name, I see. All right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm question done. number oh, four shit, right man. now. It is, oh, God, <laughs> <Shit> Miranda. <laughs> Also, every time every time we this buzz in, for no Caleb is getting a noise, and it's get, ringing in his ears. It's <laughs> a hell noise. It's, it, it's kind of a hell noise, honestly. <laughs> but I um, can't hear anything, so, <laughs> so no, it doesn't count for yourself. So, if you want. No, it's fun. It's kind of funny for me at this point. Question number four, Miranda. Oh my god. <laughs> It, it keeps okay, happening. That was the last one. That was the last one, I promise. It okay. was not. Question number four. How many races are in the core handbook <sighs> for D&D 5th oh, no. edition? Oh, no. Counting. Counting some sub races? No, just core the core races. So like okay. human, okay. half elf. Yeah, yeah. Don't say them like all that. or else we'll know. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. A, 12. B, 5. C, Eight or D nine. Oh damn! Oh, they all. Oh, Drew. I'm gonna say C eight. That is incorrect. I'm sorry. Is I'm it nine. It is nine. Yep, yes. Samantha, you were the second to buzz in on that one, so we're gonna go with that. Uh, yeah, it it is nine, and uh, I forgot that half orc is one of the base races. Yeah. I just completely yeah. forgot that. Yeah, they're pretty fun and cool. Yeah, Wizards of the Coast really going for the bisexuals out here, including tiefling, half-orc, and half-elf. Yeah. Just all right there <laughs> for you. Just, oh. just gunning for us. I always forget tiefling exists, but then I hear of so many people playing tiefling. Anyways. Uh, this one, I'm, I'm curious. Th- this question... Uh, I will not read the multiple choice. I'll let you guys buzz in first, and then if nobody okay. gets it, then I'll give you the multiple choice. Uh, what's my first name? That'd be Miranda. Dang it. I know. It's Steven. Yeah. yeah. It is indeed Steven. Yeah, it's Steven. Yep. It's it Steven. <laughs> yep. Uh, I go by Caleb because when I was a young child, I had a severe lisp that still comes out sometimes. And I didn't want people to bully me and call me Steven. So I started going by Caleb because I could say it. I was thinking about that little chihuahua, the Steven with a PH. That's Steven. Steve. That is, yeah. Uh, The other options just for fun were William Charles or William again. 
That's why you were William last season because you're like, finally, somebody going to call me by my first name. <laughs> finally, I get it. Um, no, it, no, it's Steven, no, unfortunately. It's Steven. Uh, unfortunately. Anyway, next up, this one is going to be fun. I will read the option. Okay. In the year 2020, who was my Spotify number one artist? Oh. Is it A, the Mountain Goats? B, they might be giants. Uh. C, Neutral Milk Hotel? Or D, Jack Stober's Micropop? Oh, Samantha, very quick. So it'll go Samantha, Drew, then Miranda will have the last option. Dang it. For- when I'm thinking back to talking to you in the year 2020, mm-hmm. for some reason, my first instinct, and if this is wrong, I'm going to be upset. Neutral Milk Hotel. That is incorrect. Fuck! I think I know oh, well, that's fine. That's then. what I was going to guess. Okay. All right. So, Drew, you're going to be next mm, up. Pressure's off. Okay. So, for 2020, <laughs> I want to say they might be giants. Drew coming in with the right answer. It was that they was my might second be giants. That was my second guess. Uh, yeah, all four of those were in my top five. Uh, so the, it was very close. Neutral Milk Hotel was number three. Mountain Goats number two. Jack Stober's Micro Pop coming in at number four. Uh, man, that actually brings us to a tie with Samantha two, Miranda two, Drew one. So we will actually go to the tiebreaker. Excellent. So we actually miscounted, and me, Samantha, won. Um, but we're still going to do the tiebreaker round, because I'm recording this in the future. Have fun! Uh, and tiebreaker? Just, we're like, goodbye breaker. Just, just for fun. Uh, Drew, the, uh, you're back in on this one. Uh, this question's worth two points, which means okay. if Drew gets it, it will put okay. it will put them ahead by one point, uh, and they will win. Ooh, wild card! And this one, I don't think I've told any of you, so this is oh, fun. God. Which of the following was supposed to be my name until my mom vetoed it? A. William Morris Burley. B. Nolan Ryan Burley. No, C. Nice try. Pierre, Pierre Gaston Burley. No. Or D. Austin Levi Burley. Ooh. Samantha with the first buzz. I'm going to say A. Just to make it more fun. Uh, we uh, <laughs> Don't do it to me. Just tell me if I'm wrong. Miranda, what would be your guess? Because you were the second. Uh, my guess was go would be Austin D Austin Levi Burley. Uh-huh. Uh Drew, I was also gonna go with D. This game ends in a tie. Wow, <laughs> wow. No, it's fun because it's the one that nobody expects. Uh, my original name was supposed to be Pierre Gaston Burley. Ah, really? That was my second guess. God. Really? Yep. Yep, nice it try was. with the Nolan Ryan. Damn. Uh, that is my dad's favorite baseball player. I, I know Nolan Ryan, the baseball player. <laughs> yep. uh, it was supposed to be my brother's name. Uh, so, oh. <laughs> Yo. Uh, William Morris is actually uh, a family name and was considered. But here's the truth. So technically, I wasn't wrong. You weren't entirely <laughs> wrong. Uh, but yeah, no, my dad wanted to name me Pierre Gaston, uh, and my mom was like, absolutely the fuck not. You're not going <laughs> to name our son reasons. that. He's going to be bullied. I feel like Pierre would have been fine, but like Gaston, I feel like there's, there's too much knowledge around that name yeah. for like people yeah. to not just immediately start singing that song every time they hear you, your name. Like, so my dad switches the story every time he tells it between I really wanted to name you Caleb, so I said that to make your mom veto that so she would settle for Caleb. But then he also sometimes says, no, I really did want to name you that. So, like, uh, either way. What is it, Dad? What is it, Dad? A liar. 
Anyway. <laughs> Goodness gracious. So that that game storage facility for Damn. all your trauma. <laughs> yeah. That game ends in a tie between Sammy and Miranda. So we'll good, have to have Miranda job. back at some point. The tiebreaker fight to yeah. the death. Yes. Yep. The tie the The tie fight. fight. The tie the fighter. Tie- Tie the fighter. Tie fighter, yes, yes. Tie fighter. I hardly know her. Stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. She's my best um. friend. So, fuck off. <laughs> Speaking of games, uh, I've been playing a lot of Skyrim recently. Hell yeah! Ooh, excellent. So, like, I, uh, my character that I just recently finished with, I started playing in the year 2020. <laughs> And so, like, I've been playing on and off on that character, just, like, kind of building them up for a while. It was, like, my first official character in Skyrim. So, like, the build was trash. I, like, started off with the magic thing and then, like, realized I like stealth more. So, like, it got, like, really spread out. I barely beat it in the end. Like, I was... <laughs> it was uh, it was an interesting time, though. Uh, have I, I, like, I know uh, some of you have played it. Have all of you played Skyrim at some point? Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oblivion is my favorite. I do have to say I, still need to play I love Oblivion. Oblivion. I really can't I really can't pick between them. It's Skyrim because of that's my comfort game, but like there's yeah, Morrowind to be, is just Morrowind is so good. Somebody was making a uh yeah, Sky Oblivion. Have you heard of that? She's, I have not heard of Sky Oblivion. Oh wait. She's sky on my rim until I oblivion. Sorry, that came <laughs> in my brain. That's wonderful. Um, <laughs> oh no, I just came in my brain. Um, anyway. I was sorry. Morrowind is my narrow second favorite after Skyrim, not Oblivion. I, oh, I was wondering because okay. you said three games there and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. It's okay, like uh-huh. Oblivion's definitely my second favorite. But man, yeah, I just love Morrowind. <laughs> oblivion is my favorite though. And they're making, people have been making a Oblivion mod for Skyrim. Like the, enti- mm-hmm. playing the I have entire heard of, I have heard of Sky Oblivion, yeah. In Sky, Skyrim, and I can't wait. I think they already did um, Skywind. Probably. I wouldn't I be surprised. Well, I they, think they, I've they, heard of Skywind. They had an entire um, DLC that you went to Morrowind. I'm pretty uh? sure. Oh yeah, in Skyrim the the Soul's Time DLC. Yeah, yeah, that one's fun. That's my favorite. It has more wood music. It's great. The fun thing is, like, pe- fans could make an entire remaster of Morrowind and p- plus Oblivion, and those remasters, like, if they if they did it down to the last detail, to the last pixel of like making it look as good as they possibly could. It would still come out before Elder Scrolls Six will, because yes. Todd so Howard true, will not bestie. stop dragging his freaking feet. Uh, okay, insane. yeah. So Skywind is a uh, total conversion mod that is remaking Morrowind into the more modern Skyrim Special Edition. Um, I don't think Skywind is done yet, though, either. I I know very little about these games because I just don't pay attention to lore enough outside of games that I already know about the lore. So I just, I don't know. I, I, it, it took me until, and this is kind of embarrassing, uh, until I started dating Olivia to realize that Oblivion, Morrowind and Skyrim were all in the same universe. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Caleb, Part of the title is the Elder Scrolls. Yeah, the Elder Scrolls. <laughs> but when you're me, it 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 doesn't it doesn't connect. Okay. But I, I will also say Fair. when people talk about these games, they don't typically talk about the Elder Scrolls Part Five Skyrim. They just say like yeah, Skyrim. But like when you, I feel like Caleb had seen the title at probably. I don't There's think no I don't way. think Caleb did. I don't. I think Caleb gen- did. I genuinely will tell you, I I owned a copy, like a physical copy for Switch. Yeah. And I just saw Skyrim. I, I in my brain, my brain like erased <laughs> the Elder Scrolls part, which is just very wild. Uh, Here's the thing: is I I also didn't learn that like they were all in the same universe until like pretty late in my life after playing. Like I got Skyrim back in like 2015. I didn't really get into it until 2020. But like I also didn't realize I was like, oh, there are other of these until like 
I was like well into playing Skyrim. I was just like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I vaguely knew that Skyrim was like a fifth game in a series, but I didn't play any others or have any like real interest in any others or just gaming in general till I met Elizabeth. So like I'd been playing Skyrim for a while, but I was really bad at it and mm. didn't really get how games work. I'm not I guess I knew it when I first played Oblivion and it's just that is especially funny to me because each of them say Elder Scrolls and then what number they are. But yeah, in much Elder smaller Scrolls text, I will say that. Skyrim. But it's it's just funny cuz it's on the title. <laughs> I think I also, I think in my defense, I also come from being a Legend of Zelda player where every Legend of Zelda game has in very big font, the yeah. Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Like, yeah, that is that is kind of what I'm used to. So when it's not that big, I don't realize it or like Fallout, Fallout 2, Fallout New Vegas. Like, it's, I, you can't say just I played four the other day. Yeah, I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like will, you can just say, say like Skyrim. It, it's also like easier, I would say, for you to remember Sammy because you played Oblivion and like yeah, you, you exactly. like you probably like you're like a tad older than us. So like you did you play Oblivion like when it like came out? I would assume. Um, I, let me see. I don't remember when Oblivion came out. <laughs> Samantha, you're old. So you're yeah. old as shit. I'm so, not that much <laughs> older than you guys. I don't think. <laughs> Well, you're like 47, grandma. I think. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm like, later grandma's. Later grandma. I'm like 19. I, yeah. I didn't play it when it released okay, because gotcha. it came out in 2006. So I would have okay, been cool. 11. <laughs> I, let's see. I didn't, I remember, like, I remember whenever Skyrim came out and like a ton of people were like talking about it. And I was just like, okay, cool. I played Skyrim when it came out. I played Skyrim. Uh, I played Skyrim in 2015 for the first time. I'm like, for like five minutes it felt like i got to like uh the first dungeon where like you try to get like the dragon stone or whatever and i got stuck fighting the spider because i couldn't figure out what i was doing and like i just kept dying there so i was like i'm done yeah i uh I, to me skyrim is not a game you play to finish it's a game you play to run around and do all these goofy side quests well, that's the best part of like that and of like games like New Vegas and well, anything made with Bethesda, but like and of a lot most games in general is just like the fun side quests you Those games every game by Bethesda like that, I see as modding fodder. Cuz like the main stories are great, but every my favorite things have always been mods for that game, especially Skyrim. Cuz like, I just adore damn. I like good character creators and Skyrim is an incredible mm-hmm. character creator. Yeah. But yeah. it's also very funny because it like I, I think you can tell what kind of person somebody is and like their sense of humor based on how they treat a character creator. Cause like Olivia will spend hours making her character look as pretty and awesome as possible. Whereas I just make my character look like basically a shit stain in a carpet and make them <laughs> as weird looking as possible. Like if I can make my character look like Toad from the X-Men, I'm going to do it every time. <laughs> my least favorite X-Men. Oh, I hate I hate him, but I want to hate my character. That way, when he dies, I don't feel upset. <laughs> like, Wow, that's a brilliant. That's a brilliant strategy. Yeah, like. Whenever I was first playing, uh, I had a similar thing because like when I was first playing Bloodborne for the first time, I was like, oh, this is going to be an unfortunate experience for me. I was like, this is going to be a very hard game. And so I tried to make this like evil crony witch looking character. I just tried to make her face like as messed up as possible. So I was like, if I'm ever just like downtrodden along the way, I won't feel as bad because I can just look at this woman's face. But then as I really got into the game and got really good at it, I was like, well, dang, now I kind of have to look at her until I finish the game now. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's absolutely, I feel like, like, I'll name, I'll just, I'll make, like, the most fuckable character in the video game, right? But then I'll name it, like, Cumstain. And then all the dialogue will be like, Cumstain will save us all. And I'm like, man, I'm invested in this game, and I have to play with this. This character <laughs> named Cumstain. I mean, like, yeah, and, like, when it comes to, like, character creators, like, if I, if I can make them the hottest possible character, why not, you know? Exactly. Yeah. 
this is like in not to but like tears of the kingdom you can name all your horses and i genuinely here i have i have two naming conventions for horses it is type out a word remove all the vowels uh (laughs) so like trombone became trimbin uh which is one of my best horses or i just have a horse that's like one of the legendary horses of the game that's named new horse (laughs) that's my my favorite i only have one horse right now and it's from the tutorial of how to like register horses and the dude's like it's named spots and i named it sports (laughs) (laughs) that's great but i i have so much I don't even know what my naming convention because I play Pokemon. So like I just do off the wall shit. Like I named a fairy. I named my Azumarill, who is a fairy water type, Fair Wages. And I love. There you go. That's That's pretty funny. I like that. (laughs) I I've done it like a bunch of different ways over the years. Like uh, at one point, like I just named it after like very like I named like one of my characters after Bruce Lee or like. I named like a different one, like Chuck or whatever. And then like later I like named like a team after y'all of, of, of like all the players on that wonderful and like our various characters. Nice. And then like, and then like, I don't know, like I was playing recently, like I got a squirtle and I named it squirty. Like that's like, like I can just kind of, <laughs> I, like I'll just kind of go all over the place of just like, like if like, oh, I got him a champ. Here's my champy. I don't freaking know. But like, yeah, it's, I don't really have a naming convention. It just kind of, it ranges from like D and D characters that I've played or played with to uh, complete and utter nonsense. Yeah, I feel like Elizabeth has a, like a naming convention that makes sense, where she'll be like, create a character and then be like, "What like human nationality does this character look closest to?" And then she'll do a name generator for like you know. Russian names or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, and then she'll name it one of those. Or like, oh, you know, I'm playing an elf in Dragon Age, and elves all have, like, Welsh-type names, so I'm gonna give my elf a Welsh name, you know? And then my naming convention is something that will make me laugh. I'm still the proudest <laughs> of my <laughs> Knights of the Old Republic um, characters, because... My, uh, my KOTOR one character, his name was Jeff Twinkbottom. <laughs> um, I love that. And then my KOTOR two character, her name was Muff Diver. <laughs> oh my Fucking God. Incredible. That's incredible. So that's how I, and both those games made me cry. So like, you know, <laughs> M- Muff Diver. <laughs> Whenever no. you were describing uh, Elizabeth naming a character like Welsh or whatever, just like, I don't know, I'll name this character Welsh and just typing in Christian Bale, but. <laughs> <laughs> Welsh. I love that. Um, you know, speaking of things that are um, Welsh, it's not. <laughs> huh? It's. Let me, let me, let me, okay, let me, let me, let me land, get another let me go with this. Let me, let me get, let me let go. Me okay, let, let, me, let, let me, let me, let me, speaking of things that are Welsh, probably a member of the Reverend Horton, he is of Welsh descent at some point. So, uh, Psycho Billy Freakout by Reverend Horton Heat. It's our opening and closing music, and it's a banger and a half. It's off the album, smoke them if you got them. And, uh, 10 out of 10, banger of a track. So glad that we get to use it as our opening and closing Thank music. Thank you. If you liked this episode, and especially with our guests, um, you can rate and review us on iTunes. We also have a TikTok. It's Junk House Pod on TikTok. Posting some funny stuff there, so uh, go check it out. Do, do the, Like and do, subscribe. Like and subscribe. Anything Smash you two want to plug? Like. You want to yell? Uh, yeah. Go listen to Nat Wonderful. That's the other podcast that all four of us are a part of. Go check that out. Uh, new season coming out soon. Soon. Uh, oh, more yeah. details to come out about that. <laughs> soon as well. <laughs> okay, Miranda, now you say, and as we say every week. And as we say every week in this podcast that I'm 
a part of all the time and not a guest on at all. I love that we close every episode like Yeah, that. every single episode. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. It's, it's, it's a psychedelic freak out!